expect the unexpected. From outside the Big Brother house, I'm Julie Chen Moonves. Love one another. Good night. Big Brother alum, Tom Green. Yes, that's right. We are here uh, back on it on Super Mater Brothers podcasting for the year 2022. Um, we got another season of Big Brother, and it's a celebrity edition, everybody. I'm Dave Mater, joined with co-host Jamil Robinson, here to break down this new cast for Big Brother Celebrity 3 here on this Sunday night, January 30th, right? Did I get that right? Yes. It, it is Sunday? the 30th. Sunday, January 30th, 2022. Jamil, how are you on this fine evening? I'm okay. And how are you doing today? Uh, I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, you know, I'm here. I'm excited to talk about another season of Big Brother. I, as a student of the game, I'm always excited to see another uh, version of this play out and to see how it's going to uh, to manifest in, in itself. And we're going to talk about this um, this new cast. It's been two years since we've had Big Brother celebrity, um, uh, you know, it was it was kind of iffy if we were going to get a third season, but we are. And uh, you know, just to, just to kind of guess, uh, a little bit of an appetizer before Big Brother Canada ten coming to us this spring. Yes, that is very true. So let's see what offerings, what morsels we'll be able to get from this season. Yeah, Sam saying, I feel like there's going to be a twelfth house guest. Twelfth house guest. I'll reverse um, what Scottamucci from uh, from last uh, CBB. Yeah, uh, yeah. The twist this, is he is not a fake house guest. He's a new house guest. He joins the cast. Right. Maybe there's only ten house guests, Sam, and one of them's a fake. We have to assume so. Ooh. Who is the fake house guest? Um. Yeah. And so we're we're getting getting into this. There was a lot of rumors about who was going to be in this cast. Um, or not, Neo was on the list, the singer Neo. Uh, Jeff was excited about that, but that didn't that didn't come to fruition. Um, but one of the rumors I had heard that uh, that Teddy Mellencamp, uh, the daughter of John Mellencamp, would be one of them, and that did prove to uh, be true. Um, here on this Sunday night, January thirtieth, as far as I understand, these eleven house guests, celebrity house guests, are already in the Big Brother house, Jamil. Ooh, really? Yeah. If if that's the case, then I have to assume that my video that I just watched, uh, kind of recapping um, some strategy uh, from each of the house guests, was filmed prior to um, uh, this Thursday. Uh, but I don't think that it was done too early, which means, like, when was the cast announced officially? Wednesday, I think. <laughs> oh wow okay uh so let's assume that the cast was um already in sequester at that time period right okay so let's say that interview possibly was done on a monday so it's going to be some interesting um, details that i found out uh concerning some of the house guests during this uh uh the usa <laughs> uh the U.S. our U.S. Today interview segment. U.S. Today, yes, yeah. I'm I'm excited to talk about all of these uh, these contestants. Um, you know, some of them I'm, I'm more familiar with than others. Some of them would uh, qualify as celebrities in my book a little bit more than others. 
but uh you know that's the fun of this show uh you know you're never gonna get you're not gonna get like um I don't know, Jennifer Lawrence or the big A-listers to come out. You're not going to get George Clooney to come out for uh, Celebrity Big Brother, I don't think, right? Um, Maybe one day, but um, it would be hard to win if you're an A-lister. Yeah. Let's just say. I, we're not going to get Adam Sandler, but we are going to get Chris Kattan. <laughs> so kind of the same <laughs> kind of the same well one person has movies that make um 30 million have uh, massive netflix deals and the other one is known for being corky romano yeah or uh one of the like if you want to talk about night of the roxbury yes and uh and the I'm trying to remember what their family's name is in that movie. But I think, uh, you know, of the two brothers, you know, Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan, who played the uh, the brothers in the Night at the Roxbury, uh, Will Ferrell may be more successful than Chris Kattan, but they were... Slightly. They, they all came from the same class, like the uh, the 90s SNL group. And that's where we're going to start tonight, guys, because we, we already did our draft. Uh, Jamil and I and six other individuals are part of a, of a, um, of a group where we draft each um, cast of Big Brother and Survivor, for that matter, uh, on who we think are the winner picks when we see that cast come out to see who, who's got the, the eye, who knows who's going to be the best. Or sometimes we just draft our favorites, um, who we want to root for, you know. No, I, everyone's got a different strategy. Um, um, so please enlighten us with what was yours. Was it column A or column B? Oh, it was column B. Uh, <laughs> it was definitely who I wanted, who I knew the best and who I wanted to root for. So we're going to start off um, this draft uh, podcast here, or I guess it's, it's the draft review because the draft has already taken place, everybody. So for your convenience, you don't have to wait in real time. But let's bring up our first, our number one, our first pick overall. I had the first pick. You know, it's random. We don't know who's going to get the first pick, but I ended up getting it. Random. <laughs> and the first uh, pick here is is Chris Kattan uh, by me. You know, do I know it's a silly pick? Kind of. Uh, do I think he really can win this game? Probably not. But, um, you know, I, I, I only get one chance to pick him. I had the first pick, and none of the others were truly calling to me, so I took him. Chris Kattan, um, on the older end of this cast, he's kind of in the middle, actually. He's like the fourth oldest at 51 years old, actor and comedian, um, originally from Culver City, California, but uh, as we mentioned, was part of the Saturday Night Live 90s slash early 2000s group, uh, did number of different roles he's i think he's most notably known for mango having played uh this particular maybe character or the night the roxbury or some other roles he played he's a he, i think he he's pretty funny um he didn't have as much success as uh, some of those other groups like will ferrell adam sandler and others but um jamil what are your thoughts on chris Kattan? i i thought this was a horrible pick honestly <laughs> well <laughs> clearly i'm almost i'm admitting to as much but um what what do you expect out of chris as a player um <laughs> i don't expect much <laughs> at all i i no? i i suspect he might accidentally win a competition or two um i don't think there's much in terms of strategy i don't think there's much in terms of um social game i <laughs> i i think he is a a, a week three boot um, if you, uh, you say you're saying he's going out week three, week three. 
Um, okay. Uh, the, the one, that, so they, they all had to answer like a questionnaire that was published on parade.com. Um, you know, things that, uh, what, what would, what, what, what do you think would, would be or not? Like he did mention that he was a little bit worried about the competitions. I don't know if you've heard about Chris Kattan's, um, medical problems of the past, but he, he apparently injured his spine doing a skit on Saturday Night Live in like 2002, I think, or something like that. He had to have several spinal surgeries. He ended up suing NBC, um, over it, uh, like, you know, regard because it was kind of a workplace injury um and so i think that's why he's he's alluding to that the the the, um the the physical challenges would likely be uh a challenge for him um i don't think there's going to be that many physical competitions just judging by the the age of the group that we're we're dealing with here i think there's going to be more on the the carnival game aspect um we're gonna see uh, a lot of puzzles and a lot of uh, maybe time sensitive um, judging type of situations. Uh, so I don't necessarily think that he's out of it just because of his physical limitations. <laughs> I'm saying it because in terms of the individuals that we have in this in, um, in this group, even age wise, I think he's on the lower end of the spectrum in terms of being able to compete. But is he is he arguably the maybe the one of the most known people coming into this cast in terms uh, of fame, no. notoriety? I, I think he would be in the top five. Okay, top five out of eleven is not bad. Yeah, right. Okay, yep. so so that's Chris Kattan. Um, his interview that I read didn't have a ton in it. Uh, you know, he just says he's looking to have a good time. He's looking to be a social butterfly, and uh, you know, and in I think um, one of the other diagrams I had seen was that he really doesn't have any connections to these other cast members coming in, at least mm -hmm. that we know of. Um, so he's kind of a free agent. He could be, he could end up in an alliance, or he could be just sort of a a, a fringe player. So I I think that he'll be part of an alliance, um, but he's going to be um, the expendable member pretty pretty quickly. I think. All right. So um, we got to... Oh, sorry. Um, one more thing. In terms of his big brother knowledge, um, he watched some. And obviously, when he got, once he got casted, he started watching more. Um, he would rather take an ally to the end um, than, um, than someone he can easily beat, is another tidbit that he did provide. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I think that I don't know. Like, I get that he's not necessarily on paper the most um, attractive player to draft or whatever. But just because I grew up, I, I, he's from my Saturday Night Live um, era. Like, and I think that's, I think that is for everybody, whatever age you were or whoever was on TV on that show uh, when you were, I don't know, in your teenage years mostly, I'd say, or, or even early 20s. I think tends to stick with you because everyone tells you the best cast was, you know, whatever era it was the Chris Farley era. It was the, you know, the Dan Aykroyd era, whatever, um, Eddie Murphy, etc. But, uh, you know, Chris Kattan was like in Will Ferrell and Molly Shannon. And a lot of them were like the people I was watching in, in those late, like the late nineties. Um, 
Chris Sam says Chris is going to be a mid game boot. He's, uh, you you know, well, uh, you said week four. <laughs> uh, Sam also says um, he heard that there might be a tribute to Betty White and Bob Saget. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Either of them play. No, they didn't. So there shouldn't be. I, why? <laughs> is there a CBS connection? Um, let's see. Golden Girls was on CBS, maybe. And was Full House? Or America's no, Funniest go- Videos? No, um, th- those were ABC <laughs> shows um, because of TGIF. Okay, yeah. So I, well, maybe, like, you know, I, I'm, it was sad that they died. And so did Meatloaf. Are they going to do a tribute for Meatloaf, too? Um, and then he's officially 18. That's happened. Congratulations. Good job. Congratulations. You made it. Are you legal to drink in Newfoundland, though, Sam? It's not 17? I thought it would have been 17. I think a couple provinces are 18, and it's I think one is uh, Quebec and the other is Manitoba. I don't think Newfoundland is one of them, but I'm okay. mistaken. All right. So not only, Jamil, do we have a, a Chris in the house, but we have two Chris's. And not and, and at that, we have two Chris K's. They have the same initials. Right, so this is going to get confusing. I have to imagine, like in the house, they're going to have to assume their last names or some, or they have to some other nickname. But we, we usually don't. We it's hard to predict. Call him Mango. Call him Mango. <laughs> but the the other Chris K is Chris Kirkpatrick, um, uh, the the least famous member. I'm saying it of NSYNC. He's he, not. That is true. He that is, is true. not um, Justin Timberlake. He is not Lance Bass. He is not. Mm-hmm. Joey, whatever his name was. Fitone. Fitone, yeah. And how many people are in sync? Four or five? Um, five, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, um, okay. So maybe he's like second most famous. No, no, no. Uh, se- second least famous. famous. The other one is had a singles album. Yeah. So, like, when I see him here, okay. So the, the members of NSYNC, Justin Timberlake, Joey Fitone, Lance Bass, JC Chazes is the one. JC Chazes. Shazay, is that how you say it? I'm pretty sure. I'm not. I'm not completely <clears throat> familiar with NSYNC. Of course, I know the hits and everything. Um, <clears throat> but my wife Jane, who had the second pick, took Chris Kirkpatrick at number two. She says I have. She said I have to. That was. That it was, was a good pick. Said. I. I <clears throat> believe she made a. Uh, it was a good choice. Right. Um, is this? Um, you know, like I don't know if you watched The Circle, Jamil. But I don't know if you knew that Lance Bass is like assistant or dog walker was part of the circle and assumed his identity in like season two or three. Um, I did not. I must have missed that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, is this real? Is he really playing or is it just Lance Bass's assistant as a catfish? It's it's Chris Kirkpatrick. Um, Chris, um, in his USA um, interview, uh, went on about how big of a fan he is of big brother in general and um, was um, spouting off a ton of information about um, previous house winner um, winners who he liked. Um, He mentioned that he was a big fan of, you know, the Derricks and uh, um, Xavier. He liked Ian. Um, He liked Ian's energy, his, um, his geeky energy. Um, So he's coming from a perspective of a lot of knowledge of the game. Um, Plus, you know, despite his age, I think he would still be in a decent amount of shape and have enough, um, what's it called again, um, not choreography skills, but um, being able to to balance things and 
and agility, I believe. So I think he was a decent pick. He, he'll be a social. He's famous, but not super famous. He'll be connected, but not super connected. I, I think he's a good choice. Right. And so the, the one he might have connections with, I guess, is Todrick Hall. Is that the one who is? Todrick Hall, yes. Is the other one that he, I guess they have some kind of connection through Lance Bass, maybe potentially. Or something like that. That was one diagram I saw. It was at friends with Lance Bass, and it connected those two uh, yeah. together. So they might have a pre-existing connection or at least familiarity with one another. And his, his Parade.com interview that I read, it was, you know, just uh, he's looking to be a social butterfly. He's looking to make moves and things like that. But he's not. I think he, as a, as a fan of the game, you know, I think he's going to be more prepared than most. Um, it, will be easy, it will be interesting to see, I guess, if that makes him a target or not how the other uh, house guests will react to him. Um, and what else can we say? Well, about? I, I don't as assume that people are going to target. He'll know well enough to kind of not spill too much in terms of letting everyone know that he's a fan of the, the game and has a good knowledge base from it. And who is really going to attack him for it unless they're well-versed in big brother. And honestly, there's, possibly one or two other people that have um, in-depth big brother not just celebrity big brother knowledge so i think he might be pretty safe right uh i you know i i, I like this pick i like i think i think that he's uh an interesting player it's kind of he's kind of like i guess he's the the biggest fan that we well we've only talked about two so far and they both name always the biggest fan yeah but he's he is the biggest fan, so that will either work for him. It, it, it's more likely to work for him than against him, in all likelihood. Will it get him the win? We'll see. We'll see. But um, I think like he's a good addition for this cast. Is there anything else about Kirk Chris Kirkpatrick that is worth noting? Um, um, no. Like I, when when you have a, a season that has people who are celebrities. Um, and athlete celebrities, there's always the worry that, okay, we've got to target the people who are the athletes. We've got to target the people who are too famous. He's like, when you're a pop singer, you have to be able to nail the patterns down, be able to grasp that concept. And I, I think that he'll do well. I, I think I think he's a dark horse he might be dominant, but he's smart enough to know exactly when he needs to be. Yeah. Uh, I, I did mention this about the other Chris, Chris Catan, but uh, Chris Kirkpatrick married with children. Um, Celebrity Big Brother does not tend to bring out showmances or anything like that too much, but Chris Catan is single uh, and ready to mingle. So we'll see what that what that might uh, play out between the two Chris's. But you're Jamil, you feel like Chris Kirkpatrick will go further than Chris Catan by far. Yes, by far. You by heard far. it here, people. You heard it here. OK, so let's move on to number three, because we got we got 11 to go through here and we're going to talk about our th our third overall pick. It's another guy. Um, let's bring up his picture. Uh, that's not him. This is him, right? Todrick Hall. Oh Lord. <laughs> now, what um now Todrick Hall, it says, is a singer, dancer, and YouTuber, Jamil. 
Um, I'm not as familiar with him. He's uh, one of the youngest members of this cast at 36. He's third youngest. Um, but, you know, it's not exactly young. Uh, the, the youngest person on this cast is 28. Uh, and most of, the pe- most of the cast is in their 40s. Uh, but he's, on, he's um, be- uh, younger than 40 uh, from Plainview, Texas, originally. Um, I, 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 w- do you know of him? No. It says no. he's uh, he's been a resident choreographer and occasional judge on RuPaul's Drag Race, so that would give him um, a connection to with Ross Matthews, a, for, a former player and runner-up in Celebrity Big Brother. Um, American Idol, um, Greatest Dancer, The Max Mask Singer. Um, do Do you want me to detail his his connections, his Big Brother connections? Uh, sure. Um, he is good friends with. Tommy, um, famous Tommy, the dancer from New York um, that played previously. Um, he's also good friends with um, Frankie Grande. Okay. Uh, um, it, he's also met, it, Hall is gay, has been out since he was 15 years old. Yes. Um, he, um, he is close with, um, with Tiffany and Shada as well. Um, has spent some time with the cookout, um, post cookout um, performance as well, and um, he was not a fan of Big Brother. He states was not a fan of Big Brother, um, but over the years, i.e., probably when he started connecting with people who were on the show, like Frankie Grande, um, he developed uh, an interest in the show and has watched um, many a seasons. Yeah, he said, I got advice from his good friend, Tommy Brocco, from BB21. You don't want to have any regrets, was the advice he was given. Yes. Um, it's interesting, too. Like, we mentioned that there's two Chris's. There's also, a, there's a Todd Rick, and there's a Todd. Yeah. Like, you know, at least it's a different name, technically. Um, but Jeff was the one who drafted Todd Rick Hall at number three. Um, I, I I would love to, I wish Jeff was here because I would love to ask him what why he dra- drafted Todrick Hall. Uh, Jeff has been pretty good at drafting winners, but I'm sure that he didn't know who this was before this. Yeah, and I I think it's it's going to be pretty difficult um, for him to do well on the show, um, stating that his his feelings about certain concepts. Um, for example, he stated that he does not feel very comfortable um, around um, heterosexual men. Um, it's been very difficult, and he feels very uncomfortable um, being around them mm-hmm. um, in general. Um, He's around the most masculine of heterosexual men with Chris Kattan and Chris Kirkpatrick. <laughs> um, <laughs> he he's um, he stated that. Um, he's hoping for individuals in the the industry that he can connect with, which um, I'm sure he will be connecting with Carson um, Creasley because he was on Queer Eye, um, right? Yeah. Together, um, as well as uh, I was looking through his his discography and also his videography, um, and I don't really see anything regarding. Um, in sync, so I don't necessarily believe that he's had that connection 
as well. So they might not necessarily connect as simple as that. But he mm-hmm. must be aware of Chris Kirkpatrick and his 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 previous. Yeah, um, like he's exploits. he's he's a bit younger than us, and I would have to imagine he knows InSync, uh, whether he likes them or not. He's familiar with who InSync are, um, and you know, it, interesting to see, like, yeah, that he the, the whole heterosexual men thing. Like, there's like of this cast uh, among like it's a, you know it's a, there's eleven. I think there's six women, five men, and the of the five men, like no one's no one here is like an aggro. There is no. There is no Mickey here. There is no uh, Jack. There's no, um, you know, like that kind of, like a Cody Calafiore, right? Or um, I guess, you know, Ricky Misha, Williams. Misha can be prickly. Well, I guess, I guess, no, maybe I'm, I'm thinking, maybe Lamar, I guess, is that, you know? Um, well, but we haven't, we haven't got to Lamar yet. Lamar has always been a pretty cool dude. He's not necessarily known for flipping off the hand. He's no meta world piece where he's known for like um, emotional range, I should say. Um, so I, I don't think he's necessarily going to get that. And, and playing in um playing consistently in on a team for the Lakers, um, you do a lot of star, you know, elbowing. So. I, I don't necessarily think that Lamar is going to provide a vibe that might be super negative. Um, I'm I'm interested, and I'm surprised he didn't bring it up. With his connection with the cookout, are we going to see a celebrity cookout possibly occur? Yeah. So, well, I, we I hadn't brought it up yet, but uh, the, with the casting, they did have the the mandate to you know uh, have half of them be black, indigenous, and or people of color uh, to try to increase that diversity among the reality TV casting. Um, and and we've seen this connected. We have seen this theme since that kind of thing has been happening, whether it be Survivor or Big Brother or Big Brother Canada. Um, you know, will the celebrities do something similar? I I wouldn't rule it out. Um, okay. you know, um, okay. I think it's not going to happen. And if they attempt it, I think that there's individuals on that team that would absolutely sabotage it immediately. And like who? Uh, just... Todd Bridges, specifically. Todd, Todd Bridges. Bridges. Okay. Right. And I also think Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom being in a position where he might curtail, um, like, curtail himself or like limit himself in the fairness of a group of individuals who might not necessarily pull their own weight, I think might not work for him in my opinion. Yeah. I, yeah, you could be quite right about that. We'll have to see. I'm, I'm always interested to see like, once you get these people together, what will happen? What, 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 what the chemistry will be. Uh, before we move into number four, a uh, question here from Sam. He's saying, uh, Jamil, do you think the jury will be sequestered this season? Because in big, big, big brother celebrity seasons, juries usually are not sequestered. Well, what I mean by sequester, I mean the period of time between when an interview like this happens and the cast gets released versus um, and the show starting. So, um, Dave, you were mentioning how you believe the show has already begun. In terms of, the, I, I think they're they're already filming. Yes, absolutely. right. So, uh, the interview that I saw was on the twenty seventh, which would have been on the Wednesday, which was when the the interview the cast was revealed, right? Shortly after. So I have to assume that they did the video, 
on a Monday and then possibly on a Wednesday, they were already, you know, they moved into the house just so that they have a week's full of content before the, the show starts. So that period of time, the Monday to the Wednesday is what I'm talking about. Not necessarily like they were in sequester for two weeks and they were in hotel rooms and, you know, they probably just right. went to like the interview was done at their own individual homes. Yeah, but but Sam Sam's asking more about the jury specifically, and when oh, the we get jury, back, no. <laughs> no, they won't sequester them. No, no, I don't think so. This is celebrity, Big Brother. Yeah, this is um, no, it's it's different. Okay, so let's talk about number four, uh, taken by our friend Jen. Uh, J- number four was Marai. Is that I'm thinking I'm saying her name right? Marai Nagasu. Yeah. Uh, a 28-year-old, the youngest person on the cast, uh, an Olympic figure skater who competed for the United States. Um, and uh, Mariah, she seems sweet. She Ooh. seems nice. Um, you know, I don't know what to expect out of her as a player at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to expect. I, I, I'm not familiar with her as, a, as an athlete. Were you, did you, have you heard of her before this, Jamil? Um, no. Um the only figures uh, skaters I care about are Doug Dorsey, Doug Dorsey, sorry, um, and um, Kate. Uh, what was it? Uh, Kate, I forget her last name. Um, those are the only two um, uh, figure skaters I've ever cared about. Um, right. she, she has, in her statement about if you've ever watched Big Brother, she said no. Um, it would be playing in the background, and um, I I was aware that it existed. Um, but once I got casted, I started watching the show. So I appreciate her honesty. Yeah. (laughs) Terms of it. Um, she is another one of the individuals who, who stated that she would take someone they can beat. Um, she, she understands why one would throw a competition, but doesn't believe that she is wired in a way to do so. Like she always knows she she just loves the thrill of competing that it would be hard to throw something. So well, it's interesting. It's interesting you say that because in the interview I read with her, you know, they say, "What well, what will the other house guests underestimate about you?" And she goes, "My knowledge of the game." Which to your to your point, she said she's only been studying for like maybe a couple of weeks, months at most. Maybe she's done a great job. She did a good cram session. She crammed. Yeah. Like uh, like exams. Let, let's let's be honest with ourselves here. Celebrity Big Brother is not like preparing for Big Brother, right? Where, proper, <laughs> proper. Where it's like, well, on day forty six, they're gonna have this competition, and we need to make sure that we're studying on this, this, and I have to get my days right. It, it, it isn't along those lines. So I I I I don't think she's underestimated the Big Brother experience. Um, because she knows she's getting the celebrity big brother experience. Right. Well, she says, I'm not a celebrity when I get in the house, I'm just going to be looking to connect with people. Uh, I think that could be a mistake because celebrities like to remember that they are celebrities. Typically it's been my observation of what she's seen these first two seasons. Yes. But at the same time, celebrities, um, especially a lot of the reality TV celebrities that we have featured here, like, expressing their celebrity onto others and for people to gush on them being a celebrity still like oh my gosh it's um 
person from Housewives. Man, I've seen all the episodes. And she's like, oh, well, you know. Well, who's Mariah? Who who do you think she will uh, gush over, if anybody, of, of from the rest of the cast? Um, concerning her age, probably Todd. Um, not Todd Bridges. <laughs> not Todd Recall, you mean? Uh, not Todd Recall. And um, no, Todd Recall, but not Todd yeah. Bridges. And um, probably the only one who's even close Nisha. to her. In ages, yeah, cupcake. Um, the USC. I think fighter. Misha would be uh, she, she because um, Misha is one of those alpha females uh, that has been. She really hit it big in terms of um, people who love athletic contests. She was one of the two top women fighters in the world um, just a couple of years ago, um, especially when UFC women's. Um, fighting really hit a fever pitch so um her being an athlete a couple of years younger seeing someone kind of explode on the scene um you know headlining pay-per-views um yeah uh, misha cupcake definitely yeah like i think she she seems like she's just a really nice uh, earnest player she says she gets into the car no problem without any paparazzi she's 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 here just to uh to chill out um yeah so i don't know like i feel like she went high in this draft at 4 but you know she seems like maybe jen want, you know knows her from watching figure skating and just wants you know her to root for her much like i did with chris Kattan. some this isn't always about who's the best players on the board it's just about who had that pick at that particular time and who was available um you know and so moving on uh into number five our fifth pick of this draft and of the looking at the fifth member of this cast we have misha cupcake tate a 35 year old uh, former ufc champion i don't watch ufc and um oh. and so i i she again she is not necessarily on my radar but she's from uh i guess tacoma washington originally yep um okay is she, is she well known yes me, she me is well known. I, I yeah i'm like i'm sure she is like i'm sure they all are in their own respective fields I, I'm not as familiar with her. Uh, I, I'm, I'm as familiar with her as I am with the Mirai, which is to say not at all. Because I don't watch figure skating either. Okay. Um, amongst many um, fight fans or uh, competitive combat sports fans, as they typically say, uh, she is well known. Um, she is as well known at a time as much as Ronda Rousey. Uh, because her and Rhonda were um, butting heads a lot. They did a reality show called The Ultimate Fighter against each other, uh, which was comedic gold. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. Whereas so she's um, just not quite as famous as Rhonda, but well, Rhonda kind of was the figurehead of that movement, and she was at a time her Lex Luthor. Okay, the right? Lex Luthor to Rhonda Rousey. I like yes. that as an executive summary. And and just as Rhonda has a personality that was more um, straightforward, um, blunt, um, very focused, Misha came off a lot softer, um, more um, uh, more relatable. Um, she came across as a, a more caring person than Rhonda, even though people did like Rhonda. Misha was like the opposite of her, and that's why they they couldn't really always get on common ground because 
Uh, Rhonda took a lot of things seriously and Misha did not. So it isn't that Misha is just, um, um, Sam Misha Tate. Sam Tate was the first female coach on the ultimate fighter. Yeah. And the ultimate fighter is a reality show. Yes. Um, so I think that Misha does have the tools in terms of being famous enough, um, to be respected, being athletic enough still to be, um, a challenge beast and having a personality that I think is going to be very pliable in this kind of game. What do, what do you think is her personality? Like, um, is she a, a friendly person? Is she a little bit more standoffish? I'm only going based on this headshot. And she Not looks standoffish. Little... Not standoffish no? at all. Friendly, approachable. I, I think that she will, I think that she'll be able to get along with um, a lot of the people, like, with athletes, especially ones as regimented as a UFC fighter, like there's going to be common ground when it comes to Todrick, to Lamar, and to Naran, um, I believe, because they're uh, especially the 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 two other sports stars l are in sports that are very regimented that you have to have a consistent regiment that's followed. Uh, figure skating. Um, you have to be on the rink, you know, you know, early in the morning and you have to get your practice time in. And Naran isn't, you know, too long ago from that type of lifestyle, you know, at the Olympics. Right. Lamar is, yes, an older cat, but he was in professional basketball for what, almost like 18, 20 years, if you include college. So that means early, early in the morning practice 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 game time so those habits are very hard to to give up and um, misha is going to be in that same boat because it's the same thing with ufc and competitive fighting yeah in her interview like they said what do you think some of the house guests might dislike about you and she goes how much space i take up in the gym like i'm she's gonna she's gonna be dominating that isn't the, the gym in the backyard typically yeah, there's a lot of space out there usually. Uh, but she's like, I'll show them, you know, if people want to learn, you know, some workout regimens or some tips, I'll help them out. And uh, but, you know, maybe they'll be looking for that. Uh, but she's afraid that they're going to overestimate her. She's saying she's citing the fact that athletes historically in the two versions we've had of Celebrity Big Brother so far have been voted off early because the other house guests say, well, you know, I don't want to get to the end and lose to them in a, in a some kind of a challenge. So therefore, um, you know, athletes like Lamar and... Um, and and cupcake here she might they might be um uh, targeted just based on that whether the merits are there or not but at the same time we have ricky williams um who you know did fairly well um yes he was the runner up um he won the last two um hohs um but his ultimate problem was it was his prickly personality right uh, right <laughs> which she doesn't necessarily have that she has better tools than um than he did yeah what what is the genesis of the name cupcake i tried to look I it up no clue it no. makes no sense to me at all <laughs> uh her biography also says she's known as takedown cupcake or takedown are the two names she you should take down tate take down both tate. of them Cup are still terrible <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe work on a new marketing slogan, but that's Misha uh, Cupcake Tate. 
Uh, I'm interested to see what she brings to this. Uh, she's a mom. She's married. So she's not going to be uh, hooking up with uh, Chris Kattan, but we'll see. Um, and, and then we come to number six in our draft taken by, oh, sorry. We had mentioned that um, um, Cup or Misha Tate was taken by Sean. Yeah. Um, and so by Amanda, Jeff's uh, fiance and uh, soon to be uh, giving birth to my, uh, my niece uh, is, where is he? He's first in the order here. Carson Cressley. Uh, if you might, if you're familiar with the show Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, um, or the other Queer Eye uh, derivatives and spinoffs and everything else, that's where Carson Cressley comes from. Uh, he's on the. He is the oldest. No, he's the second oldest, I think. Second oldest. Uh, second or third oldest. I'm sorry. He's the third oldest. Uh, 52 years old. He's a year older than Chris Kattan. Yeah, you're right. Um, you know, and so. Uh, what do you what do you, do you know of Carson Cressley? Um, I, I I at least know his face, and I know Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. I like I, you know, <laughs> know his face. I love it. Um, I I cannot write a I cannot do a A and E biography on the man. Um, I have seen some of his content, um, so I do know of him, but I cannot um, detail um, with supreme confidence and assurance um, about him. And his uh, accomplishments. He loves being a contestant, Jamil. He has been on Celebrity Jeopardy. He has been on Dancing with the Stars. He has been uh, he's been a contestant on the new Celebrity Apprentice. I think that was the Arnold Schwarzenegger version. Um, he was a celebrity contestant on the Australian version of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. He, he was a contestant on the uh, season 11 of Worst Cooks in America. And uh, appeared as a contestant on The Chase before uh, doing this show. He was also a judge on uh, Crown, the mother of all pageants. He's been on RuPaul drag, RuPaul's Drag Race as a judge. Uh, so that maybe there's a, uh, yet another connection with uh, with him and Todrick. Uh, despite you know they're both gay, but like they they also have that the connection through the show. Um, and uh, he's been a judge on Freeform. Yeah, he's been on he's he's been Food Network, Barbecue Brawl. Uh, he's busy, Carson Cressley. He, he is, is active. He is, um, yeah. Um, from um, you know, Allentown, Pennsylvania. He, fairly tall. He's five ten, um, which is I would not get would not have guessed it, um, at all. Uh, right, but standing next to Lamar, I don't imagine he's going to look too impressive. Um. He he was an athlete when he was younger. Um, he was um, a World um, Cup saddle seat uh, saddle seat um, equestrian team and won a world championship in two thousand and nine. In equestrian? In question. Oh, okay. I could see yeah. that. Um, so you know he he has it in him. He has it in him. You know, he's saying like, what, 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 what are they not going to like about you potentially? He said he admits he's a little bit bossy. Uh, you know, whether it's what you should, uh, what's best for you, what you should be eating, how you should be decorating the house, what you should be wearing. That's kind of his whole brand. That was kind of what the whole queer eye thing was about in the first place, right? Yeah, was like sort of like giving the makeover to the straight guys who didn't know how to like you know uh, have style. Um, and so that, that's kind of like been his whole like thing for fame, but in his interview, yeah, he's, uh, mentioning that he's going to be the manipulator. He's going to try to, uh, 
be a conniving strategist and plot. He's going to be plotting things. Yeah, that's not going to work, I think. <laughs> Especially with someone who does not have that much knowledge about the game. Um, he has watched um, episodes of Celebrity. Um, he, um, what's his name? Uh, he was a huge fan of his uh, friend, um, Ross. Um, what's his name? Ross Matthews. Uh, Ross Matthews, who was previous a previous player, yes. Um, previous player, obviously. So, um, yeah, we're gonna um, we're gonna see. We're gonna see how. Well, okay, so uh, him and Todrick. What do you think? Will do you think that they will be uh, an alliance, or do you think that they would be more likely to be against one another? Not necessarily. I think there will be. It's one of those outlier. You know, you do you, I do me, and we kind of meet in the middle um, kind of situation. I think they're going to be on opposite sides of the house, but working together. Because why would you, I think that, why would you work together with someone that you're so closely linked to? It would right. seem kind of sus. Could be so, like a little bit like the cookout. Like we can't never be seen together, guys. We can never meet uh, in the same place, so we have to keep our, our distance, and we can never let people know we're working together. Well, and and that's why the cookhouse was able to, to 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 function for as long as it did, is because they never did group together so that people can kind of associate um, the individuals together as a unit, and therefore a threat. It, it also helps when you don't like each other. True, that is <laughs> like, always, which, like, which folks like the cookout was lightning in a bottle, right? You have to realize there was a lot of factors to make that work because a lot of times it looked like it wasn't going to, and possibly if something was different, if Derek wasn't the way that he was, right, that the team might not have worked. Because yeah, no, it ha it, Derek is as as buffoonish as he was in his play. Like the fact that he was so unlikable to a lot of the house members, the fact that he feuded with Tiffany and others so much, and that the rest of the house guests, like, there's no way that this that that's an alliance. They hate each other. They clearly hate each other. They're yelling at each other all the time. Um, and I think that that was kind of the brilliance of it. You, you're right, lightning in a bottle. Like, yeah. It, and the only thing that kept it together was like sort of like this idea that they had to kind of do it for I don't know the culture to sort of make to make history whatever you want to say um you know to like that there was it was bigger than them I guess yes. than their ego and, and survivors showed us exactly how how that could just fall apart regardless of in in the best interest of the individuals there like yeah they could have worked together and you know had a different outcome Right. And so like you got two you got two gay guys in the house. Like it's not like they're there's it's nine to two, so they're not gonna take over the whole house. But um like it'd be interesting to see normally we only have one member of the LGBT community in a in a in a house, especially a cast this small. And now we have two, which I'm kind of interested to see what uh what how that plays out. And they have this connection, they have this like they have this RuPaul connection. So we'll see what they do or not, um, or who if they 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 go elsewhere. Let's move on to number seven number seventh in can't believe you what it, this is your pick jimmy my pick and you you had to wait all the way to seven to pick um you took lamar, lamar odom, odom uh the famous for being the husband of chloe kardashian wait uh, that's what he's famous for to me okay 
can you talk to me? Uh, you're more of a basketball fan than I am, certainly. Uh, can you talk to me? I know he was a forward in the NBA, but uh, is he, he was like the fourth overall pick in the 1999 um, draft? Um, he was drafted by the um, Clippers. He played for the Lakers, the Heat, the Mavericks, um, a variety of teams. Um, he's a two-time NBA champion, sixth man of the year. Um, he had a very successful, you know, NBA career in the grand scheme of things. And he played in the Olympics um, and he played in uh, the FIBA World Champions. He he is he is a basketball player, not an all time great, but. If he's in he a was, room with other basketball players, he's typically in the top 2% of the best that is there in a room. Interestingly, room though, I, I'm just reading his biography. He's not a Hall of Fame, basketball Hall of Fame member. He won't make the Hall of Fame. <laughs> he won't. Okay, so he, like, so I'm more of a hockey guy um, and or even baseball more than basketball. And so like, I'm, he's he was a really good player, but not quite good enough to make the Hall of Fame. Um, so... But but a noteworthy player, and then yeah, he had the celebrity marriage to Chloe uh, Kardashian of uh, you know. But I believe that has recently broken up. Um, um, yes, he's no longer with Chloe Kardashian. But yeah, I feel like that that was somewhat fresh, or I was like I was just hearing about that in the news. I was watching like maybe Entertainment Tonight or something like that, and his name came up that Chloe Kardashian was devastated by because I guess he was cheating on her. Or something like that, um, and I'm itch, but as far as I understand, that they are no longer uh, together. Um, yes, and he engaged. Um, he he was engaged to a health and lifestyle coach named Sabrina Parr, um, but their engagement has been called off. Okay. Um, Did you know that he's also participated in celebrity boxing matches? Uh, yes, I've just. Uh, <laughs> Um, he he fought Aaron Carter. Yes, come get it. Um, he's two and zero, it seems. In uh... and he also defeated Jennifer Lopez's one of her ex husbands, Ojani Noah. Yep, come get. So he must still be in decent shape. He was in Dancing with the Stars, as well as a contestant. Um, that was in two thousand nine. That was two years ago. So right. not too but long like, ago. At the, at, at the like number one, he was like he was a Laker, like sort of at the at the height of like Kobe Bryant and Shaq's like 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 dominance, right? Was that would you say that's fair? Oh yeah, that, that I think that's a, a fair assessment in t in okay. terms of yeah, in terms of like I guess maybe where he how he became as noteworthy as he is because not all professional basketball players uh, married to Kardashians or not would make this cast uh but uh he is here um so jameel uh what what are you excited about lamar are you what, how do you think he'll do as a big brother player well i was looking at last year and i saw how successful ricky williams was um he ricky williams was the second most successful individual on that season um mm -hmm. with two hoh wins and one veto compared to the best person um performance wise which was tom which had two um, HOH wins and two veto performances. Um, so his age is similar to Ricky Williams. And I would, I would say he's, he would be in much better shape than Ricky Williams was at the same time. 
Um, the only the, the thing that put him more in of a better position is his personality. It isn't as prickly as Ricky Williams would be. So therefore, I thought, well, he has the upper leg in, in terms of the skill set to perform well. What I didn't know prior to today was his knowledge about Big Brother. <laughs> Lamar, yeah. So yeah, he's only he's only forty two going into this house, which was the same age that Ricky Williams was when he entered the house. So this is more, another yet another parallel. But you got to think like I don't. I I at least assume that a prof- somebody who's been a professional athlete their whole life, like yes, they've retired from the sport, but like they, unless they just let themselves go and they just stop training because they've been doing it forever. But you know, like that they would come in and um, you know be good at certain things depends on what the competition is if it's if, if it's like a puzzle then they're not gonna really have any more advantage than anybody else but if it's something where that has like cardio and um even you know strength involved that he would be sort of that would work to his benefit right yeah. um so <laughs> but in terms of his knowledge about big brother he <laughs> at the at the time of the interview he said I've never watched the show, right? Mm-hmm. But I understand the concept. After this interview, I think I'm going to watch some episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, talk about cramming, you know, like unlike Mariah, who apparently just watched all the Big Brother as soon as she was cast, uh, he was like, I kind of get it. Like, what, what do you want? <laughs> um, so he, um, you know, was found. Uh, he he had some drug problems a couple of years ago, about uh, less than a decade. Um, so um, near death experiences that he's had, um, he he's gonna run into issues with um, uh, what's the name Shahana, um, because, and we'll talk more about it with uh, Shahana and her relationships with the Kardashians, 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 not the Kardashians. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, I, but I think that he is separated enough and has the life experiences that I, I I think that he'll be able to blend well and enjoy the experience of this competition and the social gathering aspect of it. That I think he's going to do well, and that's why I chose him, especially with who was left <laughs> in the game. Uh, you know, and like his, his parade, uh, dot com interview was the, was by far the briefest, mm-hmm. like his answers, like what, um, he say, what will other, uh, house guests underestimate about you? He goes that I'm a killer. They, <laughs> what does that mean? Like he's competitive. He's super competitive. I know, but it's just such a, what will they underestimate that I'm going to murder them? Uh, um, yes. <laughs> You know, he goes. Uh, what do you, what what do you want to get out of this um, out of this uh, playing Big Brother other than the win? Of course, he goes. Maybe an endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's looking to be selfish. Um, he goes. I've heard a lot of shady shit happens in the Big Brother house. I don't really take that too well to that. So he's going to be. Uh, he'll be calling people out. He he might make great TV. Lamar Odom. I think he might. <laughs> 
we might be okay Uh, you know like i don't know i don't think he's long for this game i don't think he'll win this game uh and if you hadn't drafted him here at seven uh, jameel i'm almost certain that daryl would have (laughs) so uh so you know like at least you got that part all right let's move on to number eight uh we're we're coming to we're you know i know we're spending more on some of these than others but uh number eight was another man uh so um the women the women uh kind of ended out the draft here but todd bridges uh who is the actual oldest person in this house at 56 um he is from the show different strokes <laughs> you say that as a question i love it <laughs> i like different strokes have you ever seen different strokes like it was on when i was like four like it's a long time ago different strokes um it was on from 85 to 80. What did it say here? What's the years it was on? It was, I guess it was season one through seven were 78 to 85. Yep. And, and then, then 85 to 86. And then 85 to 86. Okay. So it's it like, you know, when it ended, I was three. So, and I don't remember seeing a lot of it on, um, on reruns ever or anything like that. So, but I remember liking the, the theme song. Um. Dun, 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 dun. Um, the or am I thinking song? of a different world? No. Um, the theme song. Um, if I, my memory is correct, and I'm I'm just double checking it to make sure that I'm uh, correct in it. Um, hold on quickly. Yes, the theme song. Um, was created by Canadian, um, Brampton's own Alan Thick. Oh, Alan um, Thick, he yeah. made a lot of uh, theme songs. Theme songs, yes, he did. Um, the the theme song. Uh, let me hold on a second. Uh, let's see if I can do a rendition of it. Right, but what? So what, what Jane explained to me, my wife, she said that uh, when there's that guy who says, "What are you talking about, Willis?" He's that Willis. was that's Todd's character, Willis. So what do you? So will somebody in the house say, "What are you talking about, Willis?" It's it's definitely gonna come up. It's gonna happen, gonna right? At least guys. once. Even if it's just to like um to the, the camera. riff on it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um uh, I'm sure he's got that his whole life, or at least since nineteen eighty six or eighty something or whatever. Yeah, yeah when um, when the show was at its uh, the height of its popularity. Um yeah, so we, Gary Coleman was Arnold Jackson and he was Willis Jackson. So yeah. I'm assuming they were brothers of some kind. Yes, yeah, so like they moved in with this uh, rich dude who, you know, looked after them. So he was taken in by Park Avenue. Uh, oh, I see. Okay. okay. That was like what the show was about. Yes. And then you had the, um, they had an, um, a housekeeper um, who looked after the two of them and the, the homeowner. And that housekeeper eventually became like the, um, den mother for the facts of life so facts of life spun off of different strokes okay facts of life is related to okay i didn't know that yep um so yeah i I, just not it's a little it's a little bit before my time and i never watched reruns of it uh uh and alan thick had a hand in the facts of life theme as well alan alan thick wrote some great theme songs he did you know uh you know and uh was what was his show um yeah, but not, he didn't do the theme song for that. He didn't do the theme song. <laughs> that that one, one he did not do. 
that's weird. Um, okay, so so let's talk about let's talk about Todd Bridges, one of the two Todds to go yep. with our two Chris's. Um, and so uh, I, I like as a celebrity, uh, have you kept up with him since uh, different strokes went off? Like what's uh, he, he was an, everybody loves Chris. He made some appearances on. And then he was on True TV's like World's Dumbest Drivers, I believe. Um, that's practically it. He had a lot of drug issues and substance abuse um, issues that he, he dealt with throughout his life. Um, but seemingly he's um, cleaned up. Um, so it, it's good. You know, it's good for him. Okay. Uh, let's see, uh, let's see pra- what's going on in his Parade.com interview. Um, he's done a, a bunch of TV movies and straight to video um, stuff, you know, obviously based upon his relation, um, his past celebrity. Um, it's not like he hasn't worked, right? He has, he has worked as well as he's, he started doing some voiceovers and video games, which I think he might uh, do better in his last appearance on television that I remember was um, part of live in front of a studio audience. Which is like okay. an an anthology um, series that happens every year, where they take an old script from a, a sitcom and they cast new actors in that those roles. So he did the introduction for the different stroke segments. Um, so he, Damon Wayans played his um, played his character. Okay. Uh, interesting on his interview here, you know, he says, what's the best advice you received? He goes to be myself. And he goes, what do you think the other house guests may dislike about you? He says, being myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's funny. Um, and then lastly, he's, they, they asked him, what do you hope to get out of your time in the big brother house other than winning? Of course. And he goes a different part of my life. What? Is, so that's an interesting answer. What is it? What's, um, you know, a different, he's looking to maybe, have a new chapter at 56 here. This is well, the start yeah. of something new for him. Well, you you have to imagine like he's technically he's st- still the only person from that show different strokes still alive. Everyone is else, he? Everyone, everyone else, else is dead? dead. Everyone else. So, Gay Coldman, oh. Conrad Bain, um Charlotte Ray is dead. Yeah, she died. Uh 92. So, um and at the same time, think about there, there's a level of celebrity that was from the 70s and 80s and even 90s that are able to have like a, a continuation of the career built upon um, people knowing them. And like, look at, for example, uh, the Golden Girls. Right. There's a renaissance in terms of um, their popularity due to. Um, Nick at night showing, you know, past episodes and college students um, really grasping onto that, that Betty White had an extended career where she was able to do other things where she was Betty White. And if you're an actor like Todd Bridges, I bet the work that you're being optioned for are the crumbs, basically. And you're I bet he's not expecting to be an A-lister, but you know that Kathy Griffin, you know, D Ross Lister. Matthews. <laughs> yes, that D-lister that like, hey, VH1 wants to do a segment 
on um you know the 80s and they're going to decide to call upon you as opposed to calling upon i don't know what the equivalent <laughs> <laughs> Kim Fields, maybe, I guess. Well, at the very least, like coming on a show like this may, gives you a chance to connect with a whole new uh, audience. Like, like I said, I, I, I never watch different strokes. I'm not, I don't know this guy or I, I have no, I have no, uh, there's no, there's no connection for me. Like, uh, unlike there was that one who was on the Cosby show back in the day. Like I, I at least watched Malcolm the Cosby Jamal show. Warner. I uh, know the, the girl who was on a couple seasons ago. Um, you know, uh, the she was one of the daughters. She played one of the daughters on the Cosby Show. Uh, she was a contestant. Oh, um, uh, Keisha Knight Pullman, I believe. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Um, and so, so in this case, like, yeah, like I, maybe I'll maybe I'll love Todd Bridges in this season, and maybe I'll follow him on his next project, or at least I'll no notice him when he's on his next project. Uh, you know, I think Ross Matthews wasn't necessarily doing great uh, when after before Big Brother uh, celebrity that he did, but then I think his career has actually picked up since yeah. then you know so it can give like a little uh boost to your career if you're sort of you're not gonna make you an a list or to your your point but it could it, you know it might take you out of the the, the d list uh category uh and maybe that's what todd bridges is looking for um but yeah he, he i'm, I'm kind of he says he's gonna be a social butterfly and they also mentions that um he you know the other house guests don't know how smart he is that's the part he's going to really unveil okay let's get into our final three here uh moving on to shanna mokler which one is shanna Hold on. she is a model actress this uh, one tv uh, she was on the real housewives um she was also miss america if i'm correct uh she was a miss usa um she was married to um uh, Travis Barker um, was hooked up with Oscar De La Hoya, and for a time, um, she was with uh, Dennis Quaid. She was also Playmate of the Month in uh, December 2001. Yes, yes, as well. Uh, she had a relationship with Billy Idol for a bunch of years. Yes. Oscar De La Hoya and Dennis Quaid. Yes, uh, she made uh, started her television career um, with appearances on Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman, and Canadian content, Due South. There you go. Okay, so she's been busy. Uh, she's uh, 46 years old, uh, and um, I don't know what her current relationship status is. Is she is she single? She's currently dating um, a, another gentleman. Um, they've been recently... Um, linked i don't know who this person was uh, interviews i saw in addition to her usa um her usa interview said um, she was in a relationship here for five years with a member of the hell's angels yes um <laughs> that ended that ended five years five years wow um, she was with oscar de la hoya for a period of time and has a a, a daughter i believe from him Okay. All right. So Shannon Mochler, um, she's coming in here. So what do you expect out of her? Like, what? What do you do? You have any expectations? Uh, any impressions so far? Uh, she was taken by Daryl at nine, yes. and um, this is where looking up some research on her, um, there could be some issues. So uh, Todd Baker, her um, previous Travis Baker, sorry, her previous um, um, ex, they broke up. Um, has is now married to uh, Chloe Kardashian, uh, 
who is obviously Courtney Kardashian's um, sister, who Lamar was. Lamar Odom would have the yes. connection, yeah. Um, she does not have a good relationship with the Kardashians and has slandered them consistently on um, very various news broadcasts and TMZ. Uh, TMZ. So um, I don't know what Lamar's relationship is. I assume that it at least cordial because of his children. Um, so there might be some butting of heads. She has an actual connection with Todd Bridges, which um, I know a lot of the the elements was not aligning them to. They were both in a, a Polly Shore movie called Polly Shore is Dead. <laughs> so they do have a connection. They do. But the, the problem was he wasn't really dead. He wasn't really uh, dead. Well, that was the whole <laughs> the whole gist of the the episode. Yeah. She says, I'm not a blunt of dumb blonde stereotype. Don't you know I can make that work in my favor. So she might she might play dumb, but she isn't one. She's an East Coast girl. Uh, she likes she's told she's too loud. So she's going to try to work with that. So she's coming in with a big personality here, she's saying. And, uh, you know, that could be great. That could be at least good feeds and things like that. Uh, I'm curious to see who she allies with. Like, I, I you know, uh, will she ally with Teddy or somebody like that? I don't know. Like somebody like her or somebody who's not like her, I guess, you know, um, it's. It's we don't honestly we don't know. Um, she can hook up with Lamar in terms of like teaming up because they both have Kardashian stories to tell, um, and they both appeared on Entourage, right? Okay, <laughs> like the loose, <laughs> the loosest of connections possible. The loosest of yeah, okay. So maybe so maybe she doesn't have a lot of connections coming in, or like you're saying, like maybe she'll try to to, to warm up to Lamar because even if it's like a, there's some some friction there with like i guess the kardashians and whatever they the fact that he's you know split up with them might might or might not be a factor there um okay so i think that was very brief we were on shanna but let's move on to uh number 10 because i don't know what else to say about shanna so far. Like, her, her interview is very brief uh let's move on to number 10 which was teddy mellencamp yes so teddy mellencamp is uh she's She's fourth youngest, actually. She's only 40 years old. Yep. Um, she is uh, you know, the daughter of John Mellencamp, hurts so good. Uh John Cougar Mellencamp. Cougar. Uh, if you will. Uh, she's been on uh she's kind of her notable notability comes from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, uh, where she's been on like 67 episodes over there. She's done some uh, celebrity family feud and some other things, but she's always been herself. She uh, she's typically, I guess something called Next Level, a movie called Next Level she was in, directed by Aisa Goodman. I don't know. Um, but, you know, so but uh, our friend Amanda, um, uh, you know, she's saying that uh, she's she's lots of drama. She's like Amanda was saying she's going to make good feeds. And so Teddy was taken by Jamil, actually, uh, with the second to last pick. It was game. You had you had the choice between Teddy and Cynthia uh, at the end of the draft here. Why did you choose Teddy? Um, Teddy looked to be one that was possibly. Uh, I think she has enough connections in terms of being a, a Beverly Hills um, housewife. Uh, she's fairly new in the industry, only at 17. She has the past old Hollywood connection um, with her father. Uh, so, like, being around celebrities is a new hat, right? Mm -hmm. She's so, the like, most comfortable of anybody. 
Yes. Um, but she's like, she's been in it slash been away from it slash back into it. So I think that she would be the most centered down to earth. She isn't too old. She's 40. Um, she seems reasonably someone that takes better care of themselves health wise. So I assume a certain level of athleticism um, and interviews didn't really seem that she was too prickly. So uh, in terms of what I had left, I, I thought that she made the most amount of sense. Yeah. Okay. Like I, she seems like everything about her seems all right. Like in her interview, I, I'm not seeing any red flags. Like I, I'm a little bit surprised she didn't go a little earlier in our draft. As of uh, uh, quite frankly, but I was too, I was, uh, I was too excited for Chris Kattan. So clearly that was, <laughs> that was blinding me. Um, you know, and see, she was saying, I, I you know, she's going to go in and try to make real relationships, live and let, uh, like not try to force anything. Um, not, not try to be like type a, you know, but she says, I don't know if that will happen. I'm 40. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Um, I think that uh, if you are a social butterfly, you can also be a strategic mastermind, she says. And uh, in terms of underestimating her, she says uh, her ability to read people. Uh, unfortunately for her and her life, she just gets this feeling that somebody is going to be good to her or bad to her. And if it's hard and that's hard for her to shake. So if you make a bad impression on Teddy Mellencamp, watch out. She will not easily let that go. Uh, yeah. She will hold the grudge. And, uh, and she's just looking to, I don't know, be out there. She says she's, she's excited not to be tied to her phone. You know, like, I think, I, I don't know. Like, I think that would be hard for anybody these days, you know, because we're so attached to our phones. And, and she's a fellow podcaster. She has her podcast called Teddy T. Uh, Teddy T. Pod. Teddy T. Teddy T. Teddy T pod. Yes. Uh, she is married. She's got three kids and a couple step kids. It says, um, and uh, yeah, yeah. And she's looking. We'll see what to say about Teddy. And then to uh, as we mentioned, uh, you it was between it was between uh, Teddy and Cynthia for the Cynthia. final. Cynthia, so uh, Cynthia Bailey Hill, a fifty-four-year-old, uh, uh, another uh, one of the members of Real Housewives. So the two Real Housewives, uh, they go in the bottom of our draft here. Jamil D- Amanda ultimately gets this assignment uh, because of the way our draft order works. So she, so if if Cynthia wins, Amanda wins. Um, and uh, so I don't know, like, do you, why do you think she was left for last? And and just so you know about our draft orders, uh, the the year that Tamar Braxton won, she was last in our draft, and she won the whole season. So what we think really doesn't matter. But <laughs> it won't, it won't, we, this uh, because of this, the quick turnaround time between the cast being announced and uh, the show actually starting, there isn't that much time to kind of build a lot of information or insights about these uh, these different um, competitors. Um, and quite frankly, a lot of these stars, you don't really have that much resources you can pull from it. You're reading their Wikipedia pages and you're making guesstimations about their performances in an environment that they're not necessarily used to. So um, why she didn't, why didn't I pick her? Uh, quite frankly, um, she is older. Um, the s- stuff that I've seen recently with her seemed that she might not necessarily jive with all the individuals there. Um, she, like Todrick 
um i could see that she has a connection same thing with um the other housewife well Te- like her and teddy should i i just so uh, cynthia's from real housewives of atlanta and and teddy's from real housewives of beverly hills so they're different shows but they're in the same mm, franchise different. i guess yeah but there's two different they both have different demographics let's just say the demographics yeah. are different uh cynthia is actually from alabama yes um, I've seen her. She uh, she's made appearances on like Wild and Out, and and you know she's done acting and, and various things. I just, um, I, I just feel that there's going to be a lot of difficulties, um, a lot of difficulties that she's going to be faced. Interesting enough, I don't know if she's going to have a connection to. Um, Misha Tate, because in 2016 she was in Cupcake Wars. Maybe um, it's something we don't necessarily know about. Is that was was she battling Misha? No, I I, I doubt it. I doubt it. She was in the Sharknado, the fourth Sharknado. Though, are you familiar with a former uh, New Jersey Nets player named Jason Williams? Uh, yes, Jason Williams. Yes, yes. He also played for the 76ers um he proposed to her uh at a halftime show in 1996 and she rejected him rejected him. No. Ouch. Ouch. Um, yeah but uh is she currently married i don't know i believe so um yeah yeah she's mike hall mike hill mike hill sir yes. uh who's currently hosting something on the black news channel yes so anyway so cynthia is our last overall pick she's the bottom of the pile but like we said tamar braxton was too and she won so we're gonna see (laughs) you don't think that she we don't have another tamar here i think the only way that she could win is if she has someone like opposition to her that is so unlikable that like she would be in a position to win and who is that going to be? Who's 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 lining up to be like the unless it's Teddy, unless her and Teddy will become oh no, enemies. I think it, like let's say it's um let's say it's Todd Bridges and he becomes you know prissy and he rubs people the wrong way. Um you know like tomorrow won unanimously. Like it was no doubt that people did not like Ricky Williams. Daryl Daryl's pointing out here that Barker is, who's Barker? <laughs> Barker is, is engaged to Courtney, not Chloe. It doesn't matter. They all suck. <laughs> okay. I don't really care. All right. He's married to one of the K's and their sister K was married to Lamar. <laughs> doesn't matter. They absolutely hold no power in my life. They <laughs> do not take up like they take up the minimalist amount of mind share, right? Daryl just wants you to know he keeps track of these things. Thanks, Daryl. <laughs> Don't care. He's got a diagram on a board at home. Don't he care. Knows. <laughs> all right. All right. So that's all um 11 house guests. Uh maybe one of them's a fake. Who's the Scaramucci? <laughs> Scaramucci. It's Todd Bridges. What's she Bridges about? I think it's Shannon Mokler. That's she's my pick for for the fake house guest. If there has to be one, not I don't cupcake. know why. Not the cupcake. Well, just no. Not. I don't think cupcake. Um, 
Who okay, so in the other thing with Celebrity Big Brother is it's famously it's been hard to keep the celebrities in the house. There's been a lot of celebrities who just want to walk out, who just want to quit the game. They get in there and they like just the being restless and being sort of locked up and not having your phone, it, it maybe wear wears on them. They they maybe are not as motivated to stay. Uh, as maybe like an average uh, non-famous person uh, would be. Uh, so if Jamil, if you had to pick somebody Todrick. to, you say it's Todrick is going to be that person. I knew you were going with that. Todrick is that person. That's not, That would not be my pick. My pick is going to Lamar. Really? Uh, I think he is. I, I think uh, just like well, just like with Meta World Peace, like you know, you know, Meta World think, Peace is kind of a head case, though. Well, yeah, I'm 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 kind of classifying all professional athletes as sort of having lived in sort of uh, celebrity land for you know most of their lives at this point. You know, like he's 42. He was drafted probably when he was 18, right? So he's been living in he's been living the good life a long, long time. Um, and, but he was drafted uh, in 1999 too. So like 22 years ago, right? And he's 42. So he was so more than half of his life's been, you know, he's he, he's had uh, the best life has to offer uh, for 24 seven for a long time. Uh, maybe not when he was in a coma, I guess, in like uh, Nevada, uh, you know. But that was that, that's self inflicted. Um, so it's self inflicted. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like, I think when you like the boredom, I think that the boredom of the house, I think weighs on people in different ways, especially uh, as we become more and more connected to our technology since like, you know, big brother one, like, yeah, people had newspapers and cell phones and telephones and whatever, but it was it, now it's like, we're so, we're so, we're so connected to that instant gratification. I post something on Instagram and it gets all these likes and I get that dopamine or whatever, right? You know, whoever you might be. And so when uh, just the, like, how many conversations can you have now? The only thing good about celebrity big brother from that respect is that this is rapid fire. Like th this whole thing is over. It starts on February 2nd and it is done on February 23rd. Um, so it's the whole season is, is 21 days, uh, in total, uh, you know, notwithstanding that they might there, I think they're already in, at least in sequester. And I think are already filming parts of the show already at least. Um, and whatever that comes to, to mean. So yeah, like maybe, maybe nobody quits this cast. Maybe they made an effort to really cast it, uh, to avoid that. I think they always try to, you know, do that. Um, and is th uh, this time, are they just playing for themselves? Because it's saying like, like they the, didn't really the detail, like their charities or anything like that. I don't think they are playing for charity. I think they're playing for themselves. Ooh. Juicy. I think it's, it just says that the winner gets 250 grand. Get that money. That's what uh, you need. Desperate celebrities who are in debt. will pay off your debts and give you 250,000. Right. Lamar is like, show, sign me up. <laughs> I'm I got a divorce to pay for. Uh with with uh wait, do I got the one right? Who's I don't know. He is I, I he can't has, keep he, he has kids. He he's probably I'm, I'm afraid of Daryl correcting me on who's which Kardashian's marrying who. Doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> they don't matter. <laughs> they don't matter. I agree. Um yeah, like so I'd say Lamar, I guess Chris Catan, you could see like my back hurts, my spine hurts. I can't you can on. Christmas it to the end. You can mango it to the end. Yeah. <laughs> I just got the what is love. I got to pull that. I got to pull the 10 second version of what is love just for him. Okay. Uh, for the podcast. So, yeah.
Anyway, so that's the whole cast. Uh, we're coming up in an hour and 22. Uh, Jamil, I think you had something else after this, so I don't want to keep you uh, any longer than, uh, than necessary. Um, but yeah, that, that's that. I'm excited. I think that this is an interesting group. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think that there's no there's nobody here I, I'm actively wanting to cheer against, which is so Fair far enough. enough. So will I will that hold true after the you know the episodes? We'll see. Only time uh, will tell. And as we mentioned, this is a rapid fire schedule. So we will be here on Wednesday, February 2nd, uh Groundhog Day to uh to talk about uh, episode one. And then episode two is the next night, is Thursday, and then Friday as well. There's a third there's a third there's there's a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday episodes, and then the following week it is Sunday, Monday, Wednesday. And Friday. <laughs> wow. Okay. Can we handle all this, Jamil? I don't know. Like, I'm saying, <laughs> like, I don't think we had to contend with this before. This is the first time we're actually podcasting about Celebrity Big Brother, so it's it's a yes. whole new uh, it's a whole new game. Uh, if you want to cut any of those down, we can. We can maybe look at doing you know, skipping some of those episodes. But that's definitely a possibility. Because <laughs> in total, there's only going to be 15 episodes, but they're so like jammed in together, and they're yeah. so they're they're so you know, um, like in week three, there's going to be six nights or five nights that they're on. That's crazy. Five nights of the week. That's the Chris Catan leaves um, week. It's gonna be yeah. That week is gonna be Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think that's gonna work. And Sunday, that's and not, the following Monday, and the following Wednesday. So it's almost working. on it. It's this is almost like trying to cover a soap opera. Yes, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we might have to cut that down, but we'll at least be here for the premiere on Wednesday uh, to break that down, um, and then take it from there. Uh, thank you for being with us tonight and listening to us ramble on about this cast. We hope you will check out our podcast as the season progresses. Like, subscribe, make sure to check out all of our other stuff here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. We've talked about uh, different seasons of Big Brother, both uh, Canadian and American. Most no- most recently, B- Big Brother Season 23 and Big Brother Canada Season 9. We'll be doing Big Brother Canada 10 in the, in the spring and March when that comes out. Uh, we also talked about Survivor Season 41 somewhat recently. Uh, looking at the next Survivor 42 is coming up. So if you like reality TV shows, we talk about a bunch of those and not reality shows, including Marvel Cinematic Universe podcasts. Most recently, we talked about uh, season one of Hawkeye from Disney+. Plus. We've been covering all the uh, MCU um, installments since uh, WandaVision came out. And uh, we'll be looking ahead, I guess, to, to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is coming up in the near future. And Moon Knight. Uh, Moon Knight and Moon Knight, yeah, I'm excited to talk about Moon Knight and yeah. uh, and a bunch of those different things as well. Plus, Didn't you I just, just recently uh, do the um, Ozark. Yeah, and then we do kind of just one-off TV shows. Uh, when Jeff and I feel like talking about a show, we will uh, often create a podcast. And we just talked about the beginning of season four of Ozark. Jeff and I, uh, the other Super Mater brother, uh, was uh, was talking about that with me. That was we're excited about how this is kicked off and how that show is potentially going to end, as well as what am I missing? Um, Tiger King still, years ago. Tiger King yeah. and the, the serpent. serpent and we've <laughs> talked about so many different things. Yes. Uh, so you can find all that in our playlist and in our descriptions here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. We hope you like what we do. Plus, we have two other channels. One is called Trivial Debates, and that's a show where we argue about movies, TV, sports in like a game show format. Each each round, there's a point of for 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 grabs. Uh, this next one uh, is going to be next Sunday. We normally do it on the last Sunday of the month, which would have been today, but uh, we pushed it out for scheduling purposes. And we got uh, Davin Skellhorn. Uh, he's actually my cousin. 
Uh, he's going to be hosting our this next edition to start off season five. Uh, I'll be competing Chris Seymour and Adam Woodward. So check that out over on Trivial Debates uh, next Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, February 6th. Plus, uh, we also have Live Long in Podcast, a Star Trek theme channel where we talk about Star Trek all the time. Uh, Monday nights, we have our Star Trek Enterprise rewatch podcast. Have you ever heard of Star Trek Enterprise starring Scott Bakula as Captain Jonathan Archer? Well, you should check that out. And uh, we'll be, we talk about that every Monday night with Jody Simpson, Adam Woodward, and Kevin Millard as we go through all the episodes in order. Uh, same thing on Tuesday nights, we do Star Trek Deep Space Nine. We've been doing that with Jeff Mater, Jamil Robinson over there as well, Kevin and Ashley Millard, and Dad. Kevin Skellhorn, uh, who joined along us, kind of like Worf. He kind of joined the station mid-season. So uh, we are now into season five of Deep Space Nine, uh, and we'll be talking about looking for Parmok in all the wrong places mm. coming up this Tuesday. And uh, Thursdays, we often talk about new Star Trek episodes uh, because that's when they release them. Uh, coming up this Thursday will be the uh, – it's not the finale of season one. It's kind of like the end of season one part, part one. two or well, part, part two. two. I guess, uh, which we call the moral star part two. Um, uh, is they is they're kind of like finishing up this chapter. There's gonna be more seasons to Star Trek Prodigy later on this calendar year. And then when that show goes on hiatus, then uh, Star Trek Discovery comes off of hiatus as we've been covering their fourth season with Michael Chan and Adam Woodward. Uh, so and then Star Trek Picard will follow after that, and Star Trek Strange New Worlds after that. So all kinds of new Star Trek coming out. Uh, you can check that out. Plus, we also do something called Star Trek Radio Theater, which is where we um, we reenact these different uh, properties and episodes and sometimes movies. And uh, we like to do one movie a year. And we just did one, uh, Star Trek First Contact, at the end of December. Uh, I played Picard. Jamil here, he was uh, he was Beverly Crusher most notably, but he played a bunch of other roles too, including Fleet Admiral Hayes and Ensign Lynch and a bartender. Uh, so there's a re there's an edited remastered version on our, U our, our star Trek live long and podcast YouTube channel. You should check that out along with our other uh, catalog of stuff. And, uh, and we also had our, Mike, as I mentioned, Davin Skelhorn with us. Uh, he's going to be, uh, he's from Locuters of Trek. He has his own Star Trek theme channel um, where he does different segments, trivia and debates and things like that. So if you like Star Trek, definitely check out his channel as well. I should throw up the brand while I'm, while I'm here. Oh, I don't have it on this one. But I do have his X-Men, the animated series one, ready to go. And uh, he does one on Tuesdays called X-Rated, uh, the um, X-Men, the animated series, rewatch series. Uh, you should check that out over on his channels as well. And I think that's it. Oh, and Eamon. My son Eamon has a podcast called Let's Talk About Fighting Games, which you can find on Spotify or wherever you get your audio podcasts. Uh, they just put out one on January 9th. You should check it out. Anyway, that's it. Yep. And uh, and I think uh, I think we'll close the book on tonight, and we'll be back on Wednesday to break down the premiere. All right. And, uh, and what do you say, Julie Chen? From outside the Big Brother house, I'm Julie Chen Moonves. Love one another. Good night. We will. We will. Okay. Have a good one. Good night, everyone. Oh, thank you.